Hey everyone, I'm Rob Scott from UC Today and welcome to our October 2021 Microsoft Teams news update. So as always, I'm joined by Microsoft Teams expert and MVP, Tom Abuthnot. Tom, how are you today? Yeah, good. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been busy just off the back of Commsverse and uh, UC Expo next week as of time of recording. So it's all go at the moment. Indeed. It, it seems some events are coming back in person. Some have gone virtual. So yeah, you're right. Commsverse, great in-person event. Uh, really successful. Um, and Enterprise Connect, uh, which is uh, by, by the time we send this out, was last week. And, uh, you know, that seems to have all gone virtual, uh, you know, over in the US. So it's, it's things seem to be heating up in the event space, but not quite back to normal if ever there's going to be a normal. Yeah, it definitely depends where you are in the world and how, how those countries are doing. I think we're, we're fortunately in the UK and, and London, we're doing fairly well in terms of vaccine rollout and stuff. So it's all have your... Um, covid double jab passes and stuff but uh going full throttle here but as you say rest of the world it's all very different so mix of virtual and physical for a while i think indeed indeed but uh microsoft uh certainly uh revealed a few new things recently so let's talk about those what's uh top of your list this month tom yeah so talking about enterprise connect they did drop some exciting news at enterprise connect so first thing was operator connect which is the model where carriers directly peer to microsoft on the back end and provide psdn phone numbers for users so there's no technical boxes to configure between the customer and the carrier it's all done on the back end that's going ga actually this week is time of recording so the end of september and also they announced nine new partners on the program so at&t cult gamma liquid intelligent technologies uh optus singtel telephonica global Telia and Telstra International, which is a part of Telstra, um, all on the program as launch partners as well. So they joined the, I think it was nine or so original partners in preview. I won't list them all out because we've had them before, but there's a lot of partners in play and some big names. I mean, on the on the other list, you've got the kind of likes of, you know, Pure IP, BT, NTT, Tata. So you've got uh, Verizon, serious players on that program now um all with the ability to go into the team's admin center and 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 contact them directly for team's phone numbers interesting so what does that mean for all the other providers tom i mean you know there's a whole bunch of direct routing providers out there so you know how's that how's that sit yeah so direct routing is a good question direct routing doesn't go away um so there's still that option there and calling plans from microsoft which we'll talk about more in a minute don't go away either so that they're all options on the table but certainly if you're a customer looking for the simple option i think the default position will be operator connects because there's less overhead less admin less to to configure and maintain and i think you'll see all the carriers queuing up i know there's a big list of carriers who want to get on the program so i'm expecting to see more and more on the program so i think it will become a a a bar for carriers in teams to be on to to have kind of serious serious customer base on teams great and there's something about metaswitch uh, managed spcs is that correct yeah, I thought this was quite interesting. Obviously, uh, MetaSwitch is now wholly owned by Microsoft. Um, so along with the announcement, they kind of sneaked in there that it is a service from MetaSwitch rather than Microsoft. But um, that MetaSwitch are offering managed SBCs for Operator Connect. So what that means is they will deploy their SBCs in a carrier's Azure tenant and provide them as a managed service into the MetaSwitch knock and everything else to connect that carrier's network into Operator Connect. So this is a super easy way for a carrier, an existing carrier, to jump on the Operator Connect program, tick all the right boxes in terms of connectivity and things, 
uh, and it's from Microsoft slash MetaSwitch. Uh, other providers can do this as well. Your ribbons and your audio codes and others can do the same type of things. It's not exclusive to MetaSwitch, um, but it's interesting to see Microsoft giving that a little push. They, they gave it a push. It was one of the first SBCs in the ACS program. It's clearly being pushed here as well. So they're, they're saying that we can offer you more here around the, the whole solution for the carrier. Yeah, certainly interesting to see, you know, how they're kind of realizing that investment, you know, that acquisition that they made of MetaSwitch and, you know, things are creeping out now, aren't they? And, uh, yeah, interesting to see another SVC on the table for customers to choose. Yeah, it's, it's always interesting with Microsoft and, and, and their whole ecosystem play when they bring something in-house, like where how how they play it, because they obviously love their ecosystem partners and all the variety and competitiveness that brings when they have a first-party option as well. How do they balance those out? But it's, uh, yeah, it was interesting to see them push that at the same time as the Operator Connect announcement. Okay, and there's some more news on the calling plan front. What's What's going on? Yeah, so this is interesting as well. At the same time as the announcement, so Microsoft have a first-party carrier option called Calling Plans where you buy the connectivity and the numbers direct from them. And for a long while, this was on a massive slow slow burn. It was 10 countries, 15 countries, and it just seemed to sit around adding no countries. But now they've added a lot recently in the last 12 months and just announced adding five more. Um, so the new countries are Croatia, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, and Slovenia which brings the total, Microsoft say the total is 33. Um, I, I think that's a bit suspect because they've got two partnerships. So for Australia and Japan, it's, it's partnerships, um, but 31 legit first party, you have a relationship with Microsoft for phone numbers. So even though they're offering operative connect and direct routing, they're not this uh, kind of, um, what's the word, deserting their calling plan options. And if anything, they're going to yeah. keep bumping that up. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? So they really are providing choice ultimately uh bring your own carrier or you know almost just just sign yeah up and, go. and you can mix and match as well you can mix and match you might have direct routing because you need some pbx up interop in one country or there isn't any local carrier connectivity other than having literally an old school isdn in the box in another place you'll have operator connect and another place you have calling plans so you don't have to make a global decision you can absolutely mix and match for business reasons commercial reasons technical reasons or just resiliency like it's nice to have different options on the table yeah, that's a really good point. And uh, yeah, ultimately, just lots and lots of flexibility in there, which is really good. Okay, so next up, we said we talk about Facebook portal. What's happening over at Facebook? Yeah, this is super interesting. So, so for, for the longest time, we've been having this conversation in the community about, well, you've got the likes of um, Skype, which is obviously a Microsoft product, and WebEx and Zoom all running on consumer products. So variations of Google Nest, uh, Amazon Echoes and Facebook portals and Facebook portal were the first to announce with Microsoft that they will support teams. So you can take your Facebook portal, which for those who are not familiar is a consumer based video device unit. So a, a screen, a camera, a smart speaker type scenario. Um, and, and you can sign into teams and have it as a full teams client. This is super interesting for a couple of reasons. Obviously it's Microsoft kind of getting into teams on consumer devices beyond just mobiles, but it also draws some interesting lines again around the whole certified partner program where they have all these first party certified devices, which go through a very stringent certification program and Microsoft have those partners. But now you could just go to Amazon or Facebook and pick up a portal and slap teams on it and, and have a teams endpoint there. So interesting decision for, for customers. 
Yeah, it is. But, but we had, didn't we talk about a few with a, a few months ago um, more about kind of you know Microsoft Teams supporting just like um, third party SIP endpoints. So it seems to be they did just want to be able to connect everything together. Yeah, definitely. And uh, uh, so that that third party endpoint stuff is actually coming in in November. So that's not far out now as well. And I think you're you're right. It's it will meet you where you are. Also, Teams are pushing very hard in the consumer space, and you can't be a credible consumer video conferencing platform if you're not on these types of devices so i think microsoft are going to say look if you're a consumer or you happen to have one of these devices at home go for it but, uh, but i know it's not going through the same certification progress uh, process that a professional quote unquote you know a proper certified device would go through um so for the office you're probably still likely to more to lean towards these certified solutions so this is more of a a home or smb type scenario Mm, interesting. Very interesting indeed. Um, so next up, uh, our final piece of news, so we said we talk about contact centre. Um, you know, we, in, in specifically Zoom's 5.9 contact centre now certified for Microsoft Teams. So you know, tell us more on that. Yeah. So when I wrote this blog, I did write Zoom's 5.9 certified <laughs> contact centre because that was the way it was leaning at the time. And also uh, SEO headlines, everybody loves that. Um, but yeah, so 5.9 is now certified to interrupt with Teams. They were on the uh, about to be certified list for quite a while, but now they've, they've met all the requirements and ticked all the boxes. They're certified on what's called the Connect model, where they're basically just sending a phone call from 5.9 into Teams via direct routing. Um, but what was interesting is this was all coming out before the kind of Zoom and 5.9 news got a bit deflated. So it was interesting to see kind of rivals in the collaboration communication space working together in the contact center mm. space and whether that was going to cause any friction or not. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, that is quite uh, quite interesting, isn't it, in terms of where that could go. Again, we don't know whether the deal is going to be done with between Zoom and 5.9 yet, but, you know, that's up and down in, in the news, certainly at the moment. But, uh, you know, lots of contact centers out there at the moment connecting into Microsoft Teams, aren't they? And, and it seems to be a real hot topic. Again, you had a session on it recently at, at Commsverse. I mean, yeah, it was a really well attended session at Commsverse, and it's super interesting because it, there there are actually quite a few compelling events when you're moving towards Teams. Like lots of contact centres are connected into the existing PBX, which is getting ripped out. So that's a compelling event. Also, people are moving towards more of a cloud model. So once they move to the cloud for their telecoms. Uh, well, we should probably go some kind of cloud SaaS solution for contact center as well and get rid of managing boxes for that. So it is causing a bit of a shakeup in the contact center industry. And, and to be honest, I mean, this is a, even if Zoom do buy 5.9, it will be pragmatic for 5.9 to still be certified for Teams because of the sheer scale of the customer base. If you want to be the number one cloud contact center, I think you've really got to be working with Teams in some way to, to capture that market. So I think even if the Zoom deal goes ahead, I suspect 5.9 will remain a certified solution for Teams. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think collaboration companies need to collaborate nowadays. That's, that, that, that's yeah, the rule, that, I think. That, that, that does seem to be the trend, doesn't it? Is actually work, work together to help the customer, which is a crazy idea. Indeed. So uh, last but not least, we, we let's jump back to events for a moment because we've got a, a two or three event plugs uh, to run through because uh, there's, there's things happening on the event front. So if you're out there and you're interested in either visiting in person or uh, jumping on a virtual event. Here's a couple. So, Tom, the first one is UC Expo. That's up next week. 
Yeah, or definitely. By the time yeah. this comes out, it'll be this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as this drops, it'll be in a few days, probably sixth and seventh <laughs> of October. So very soon uh, in London XL, and it's it's paired with uh, Digital Transformation Expo as well, which is another show that the same company do. Uh, UC Expo is a classic one in 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 London that the whole industry tends to go to. So it's always a big show. Uh, I'm really excited about. It. I'm doing quite a few sessions as well. I'm doing a overcoming teams overload session with some some Microsoft speakers. Uh, I'm just reading them out here. Technology enable of hybrid work culture. Do you need a managed service provider for teams, which I think is going to be quite fun and uh, passionate session. Uh, and some something on room design as well. But the whole um, area is set up with different stages and there's a lot of stuff going on around Microsoft stage and Microsoft partners. So really looking forward to that one. Yeah, sounds like you've been fully subscribed. Uh, I, I've got a session. It's called hybrid the, the, the Overcoming the Hybrid Headache. Uh, I'm doing it with Cavell and Microsoft and PwC, so I'm quite looking forward to that. But uh, oh yeah, that yeah. sounds really good. I mean, the whole that we've been doing lots of prep calls, obviously, and and the whole theme of the show is around the the, the return to the office slash hybrid working and lots of stuff on culture, which I found really refreshing. But the thing I like about UC Expo is they push really hard to have in customers in the session so i think pretty much all the sessions have got some kind of influence from outside just the vendors which is really important for shows like this i think that's great yeah i think it's certainly a theme is it in the hybrid and return to work you know that's going to carry us into 2022 for sure oh 100 so, it's, it's, it's definitely the number one topic at the moment beyond just plugging in the technology is what what's the what's the office going to look like and what kit do we need to service those type of people and, and a general recognition as well that home workers are going to need proper kit and a proper experience like the whole getting by thing is gone now like if if, if people are going to even spend partial days at home they need a decent technology to work properly absolutely so next up we've got a virtual event but it is one that no microsoft fan can miss really this is the what the second microsoft ignite session uh, event of the year yeah, so this is, uh, yeah, we had a, a one earlier in the year, didn't we? So this is traditionally the time for the, the bigger show. Again, all virtual. This used to be a massive kind of 20,000 person in-person show. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to this. This is the whole Microsoft technology stack, not just Teams. So it'll be Azure, M365, the lot. Uh, but I know there's some cool Teams announcements coming. So uh, that's November. I think it's the 2nd and uh, yeah, second second to the 4th of the November. Um, so get registered now. It's virtual. It's free. And uh, there'll be some interesting engagement opportunities, community opportunities there as well. So one to look out for. Absolutely. Yeah. And one not to miss. And finally, I'd just like to plug uh, the UC Partner Awards, which is actually on the 4th of November. So on the last day of Microsoft Ignite, um, where, where we're celebrating, you know, some of the leading partners from around the globe, uh, you know, managed service providers, you know, communication service providers, channel partners and channel vendors. Uh, so that event is virtual. It's a virtual awards or digital awards ceremony. And that's on the 4th of November. You can sign up for that uh, for free at ucawards.com. So, Tom, I think that's about it for, from us today. But uh, thank you so much. Good to see you again. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah it's good uh, Good to catch up and looking forward to seeing you in person at UC Expo. And, and anybody else who's listening, if you're, you're around, um, please do come and say hello. Fantastic. Thanks. Looking forward to it. And that's it from us. If you've enjoyed today's session, please subscribe to UC 
today's news and give this video a quick share on social as it's always appreciated. And if you're a Microsoft fan and you want to be part of this conversation, you can join Tom and myself on LinkedIn and Twitter and our social links are always in the description. We'll be back again next month with more Microsoft Teams news. Thanks for watching. <laughs>